All right, today we are talking about the absolutely stacked 2023 running back class, which, as we mentioned off camera, just slightly better than the 2022 running back class. Just a little just bit. A little bit. A little. So we're going to get into all of these top 13 guys here. We're going to break them down into tiers. We'll have five different tiers, and we're going to see how this all sorts out. But first, make sure you subscribe to the channel. We've got content like this, rookie-focused buys and sells, things like that, all offseason every single week. So make sure you subscribe to the channel. Make sure you like the video and make sure you head over to locals and get all of our exclusive content there as well the link for that is in the description let's get into it do we even need to tell you who is in a tier of his own at the top of these rankings james cook B- uh, Bijan robinson Bijan robinson is the <laughs> correct answer there so with Bijan, um not a ton to say here Bijan is an elite prospect he's being compared to the likes of you know the saquon barkley christian mccaffrey jonathan taylor type prospect and Honestly, it's hard to argue with it. You know, he, he's very, very good at everything. He is elite in the receiving game. He is elite between the tackles. He, While he's not the fastest, you know, breakaway, he's not going to run probably a sub 4-4. Four, four. He's quick. He's very shifty. He's big. He's hard to tackle. He's really, he's just very, very good at everything. So Bijan, you know, obviously you already see in startups, he's going in the first round. There's not really a ton to be said there, and it's just going to be a matter of will Bijan live up to his ranking? Will he live up to where he's being drafted? And I think the answer is probably going to be yes. But for now, we can't put anybody up there in a tier with him. Dropping down to tier two is where we get our little DD influence on this, and this is obviously subject to change because everything you know between now and draft day is going to change. It's going to change a lot, and we know that. But with that being said, our second guy off the board here in the second tier is going to be Jameer Gibbs. So give me a little bit of breakdown on Gibbs, what we like about him. We've talked a lot about him. We have a specific video on him, but Jameer Gibbs is looking to be somebody that we like here at DD. Yeah, Jameer Gibbs has got uh, an incredibly unique skill set, one that we have had a really hard time um, comparing him to any other running back that we've really seen in the NFL of recent as a dynasty asset. And um, obviously the the biggest thing you're thinking here is PPR. Um, PPR backs are, are looking to be more valuable in the NFL. Um, in these high-powered passing game offenses, and we are finding them to be much more valuable in Dynasty as well because they're looking like they last longer than those bell cow running backs that do most of their work in production on the ground. So Jameer Gibbs, um, real solid production in Alabama, nothing elite just because of the system that they have going there and a just ridiculous rotation of running backs always in Alabama. That's not exactly the concern, though. We know what he can do. We know what he's capable of. He's very, very talented at his skill set at pass catching. and um, He's a good runner, too. He is I have a, no, I have he's no a, issues with that. I runs. completely agree with you. He's a fine runner. Size is not a concern whatsoever. Um, excited to see where he goes. We predict probably in the late first round. Which And that's the one thing that I wanted to mention here. I think if Jameer Gibbs does end up getting that first-round draft capital with Bijan, I think by the time the draft rolls around, you might see him in a tier of his own in tier two as well because I don't think anybody else is probably going to get close to that. Yeah, I think you're right. But it will be interesting, and that's why we let the NFL decide for us. And then also in this tier, we have Zach Evans. And we talked about Evans in our uh, running back under 25 ranking video. But again, there's a lot I like about Evans. I like his size. I like his strength. I like his burst. I just think that Zach Evans, from a skill set standpoint, is somebody that could translate very well to the NFL game. He's built to handle that type of game. And I think that a team is likely to see Zach Evans and really like what what they see. And historically, you know, I have not had Zach Evans this high. So far in this process, I'm starting to really like what I see when I get on the film. He's really popping. I, I think people are going to be down on him. I think he actually might be a, a buy in Dynasty right now. Do you so. think his receiving upside or lack thereof will be a concern? 
No, I think he only had 12 receptions I th- this past season. I think he has that in I think that's something he's developing. I think he has it in his game. Is it something we need to see more of? Absolutely. But at this point, you know, we've seen guys come into the NFL with almost zero receiving upside like Kenneth Walker, and then that completely be alleviated by the time he gets thrown into that situation. Yeah, so. yeah. His BMI just isn't ideal, though. It's like 27.2. He's 5'11", 195, so he is on the smaller side. We keep an eye on that. Um, he's very for, strong, for sure. though. He, so yeah, you're right. You're so right. that he is. I, I mean, he he doesn't run like he's 5'11", 195, in my opinion. So yeah, I, yeah. I like that as well. It'll be interesting to see how that translates in the, the NFL. The one I saw the other day was listed at 6 foot, which... which Five eleven, six foot. I mean, height wise is pretty good. He obviously is going to be a little bit skinnier, but he's built. So, and and I like that about him. Um, all right, then we've got Zach Charbonnet, and Zach Charbonnet has been somebody that I've really liked for a long time. Uh, actually, in last year's draft process, and um, I really was just hoping he would come out last year. He did not. Now he's coming out, and and we talked about we've touched on Sharbs a lot, but again, he's somebody that's not going to be super elite at one thing, but he's pretty good at just about everything. He's very, very well-rounded. I think he's got the size to be a workhorse back in the NFL. Um, I like his skill set a lot. I think um, watching him on tape, I think there's going to be an NFL team that likes what he has to offer, and I think he could be a good NFL back for a long time. And yeah, because of that, I'm willing to put him in tier two. Yeah, he's a taller guy too. I mean, he's 6'1", 220 pounds. Size is really nice there. And, I mean, you're looking at the last couple of years, he's – He's had 24 receptions in 2021 and 37 this past season. With his height and what he's been able to do with those uh, those receptions, like he could be a really nice PPR back. I, I think I think he's being slept on still. I I agree with you there. So. There's there's really not much to dislike about Charbonnet, if anything at all. He's no. he's good at everything. Not incredible, really. At, anything but he's just so well-rounded but people you know people want to go straight to his twitch straight to his horizontal movement and i actually think we, he, I think we don't def- know that. i think he makes defenders miss a fair amount yeah. like yeah I, I i don't know watching his t- watching his tape whether you know he's obviously a north south runner but but he's either using his size or i do i do see him you know i think he has some moves in his bag where he's able to make defenders miss you know he's not it's not jameer gibbs <laughs> level put your foot in the ground and make a guy go flying 10 yards away but at the same time i mean I think he's got it. So, and yeah, the size is really going to help him with that too. Yeah, and that's the thing is like a piece of advice for you dynasty players out there. But like, look at the numbers. Look, look at the look at the numbers and the metrics that that we can come out with 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 trends and, and like something tangible, ra- rather than just your opinion on the way a guy moves. Let the NFL handle that. Because we we've come we've had those opinions before we've said oh Malik Willis has these elite skill sets, of course the quarterback position is a whole different animal. But we saw this about Isaiah Spiller last year too, um, with your opinion on on whether he was some elite running back prospect or, or or whatnot. But look at the numbers, look at his size, look at what he's been doing production wise and the situation that he's been in. But if you're talking about his twitch, like if you're getting to that point. Like if you're actually if you actually think you know what you're talking about when you're talking about that, then then go to the NFL because we have no idea what we're talking about when 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 we're discussing that. So Simon talks about Twitch all geez. the time. I kind of I miss him. I'm sorry. It's just <laughs> um, it's a joke. To all me. right, going into tier three, uh, we have Sean Tucker and Kendra Miller. So I'll talk about each of these guys individually. I'll, I'll touch I'll touch on Tucker real quick, and I'll let you touch on Kendra Miller. But cool uh, with Sean Tucker. This was a guy that I was high on, uh, more high on than I am now, you know, earlier in the process, just simply because of the 
what I saw in his skill set, what I saw on tape, the fact that he is literally a track athlete playing football. And recently, the buzz that I've heard around Sean Tucker has not been buzz that's been trending in the right direction. And I don't, you know, I, I'm not an NFL scout. So I'm not going to act like, you know, I'm not going to act like I know better than than what other people do. And so if I see Sean Tucker, you know, from just a buzz standpoint point from, you know, people having a lot of concerns about some of his weaknesses, um, you know, I, whether it be his build or whether he's, you know, his, his indecisiveness at the line of scrimmage, which I think some people also, you know, have said that have been an issue. If I hear that he's turning in the wrong direction, then I'm more inclined to move him down into here. And so I think that's kind of why we move him down. With that said, I think he has a really high upside. I think that his his initial burst and explosiveness is something that is just something to marvel at. Um, he obviously gets good work in the receiving game. Um, you know, I, I think he could translate well in that aspect, especially in NFL, especially in fantasy points, in terms of he could be a PPR back. And um, I'm, and I'm not super worried about that. I could see you know Sean Tucker climbing up further than this but for now i think it's safer to rank him in this third tier rank him as the fifth who are all back and then we've got kendra miller here yeah we're gonna stay conservative uh stay on that conservative route for sure here with kendra miller um really like his what what he's been doing at tcu for the past couple years six foot 214 pounds fine bmi college dominator rating really not that great just 25 percent. that's the 53rd percentile um nothing really crazy going on there his college yards per carry was good, uh, 6.2 yards per carry. That's uh, just under the 80th percentile in in college. Um, receiving upside, nothing to write home about, but it's, I mean, it's something that, he, that he's got there that maybe he could build off of uh, just under 1,400 rushing yards this past season off of 224 rushing attempts. He's got that bell cow ability, at least in college at TCU, 17 total touchdowns. Um, really, really like what we've seen from him so far, and he, he really showed out in those um, – those college football playoff games as well. Um, I, I see him falling in the in the second or third round. So yeah, um, you know, going down to this fourth tier here. The first one we have is Devon A. Chain. I don't know. Maybe we'll get some hate about this, but I I think this is comfortably where I, I don't think I'd put him anywhere near the top three tiers, and just in my opinion. And and you know, personally, we have him over. I think I'd even maybe put Tank Bigsby over over A chain personally, but this was kind of where we landed a consensus. I think you know the main concern with A chain is his size. He would just have to straight up be an outlier in order to be hyper productive as a fantasy asset in the NFL. And look, you can say, okay, well, look at um, I don't know, look at Devin Singletary. Okay, yeah. You're right, and and with a chain, I see I see the appeal for sure. The man is fast as I'll get out. He is quick. He is explosive. He does. I mean, he can occasionally run through the tackles. Now, most of that most of that ends up being a lot of improvisation. Which, as a running back, you could say it's all improvisation. Well, sure. But again, I mean, a lot of that is just him being so quick and him being so fast that he's able to bounce runs out or or find another hole. And, and then that in itself is a skill, and I see that. But at the same time, people are able to arm, arm tackle Devon A. Chain. And, and do he, I, I do understand the quickness and being able to get away from people is obviously a skill. The size has to be a concern. You're not going to be playing you know, college offenses in the NFL. or Sorry, college defenses in the NFL. And, and for me, you know, when I'm looking historically at running backs that were drafted at his size or under his size, the results are not good. So why would I take a chance on that when I can get running backs with better overall skill sets, guys who are better in the passing game, which Aching, you know, ha- proved that he can be used in the passing game, and I think he has that in his arsenal. That's probably not his number one 
elite skill, but I would say it's his speed for sure. Yeah, and if I were to make a prediction here, I, I think the NFL is going to see that and notice that too, and he's probably going to fall down draft boards a bit. Which at that point, um, why someone will, yeah, I mean, someone will be willing to take a chance on him, obviously, in, in the NFL draft. But uh, again, like you said, he's going to have to be such an outlier and so dependent on on that PPR skill set um, that I don't know if he'll ever be put in a position where he can really produce at a high enough level to really be that elite producing running back, unless he's like a dominant running back in the passing game. I but I mean, film-wise, he's just he's one of the most electric running backs I've seen in I can this see class, why but like it doesn't him. really, it doesn't matter. He's fast, he's quick, he, he'll break off big plays, he returns kicks, like why? I just don't think it matters that much. I, I don't think it's going to matter for his draft capital, and his draft capital is going to, I mean, draft capital for running backs is important, size is important. The NFL is just a whole different, literally a whole different league. It, it's just... he. I, again, I see why I, somebody who watches this film would be like, I like this guy a lot. Yeah. You got to kind yeah, of see through it, that. I respect that completely. It's... it's just I, I can't get behind it right now. So Spears. Spears. Ty J Spears. This is a guy that I've kind of just discovered of of recent hearing a little bit of stuff about him. He he played at Tulane. Okay, so Tulane is not in a power five conference. They don't get a lot of national publicity or, or anything like that. But man, his production and then when I was watching his film, like he the the man came off of an ACL tear after I think his sophomore season or maybe it was even his junior season. He put up 1,500 yards this past year. He stayed all four years at Tulane because of that injury. 1,581 rushing yards off of 229 rushing attempts, 21 total touchdowns, and he's got some receiving upside too. Pretty promising guy. Go go look up. Um, I, I cannot wait to dive into more, uh, more details and specifics about his film, but go check out some... Ty J Spears highlights or just a, a, a full game breakdown of his film and and t- tell us in the comments what you think about him because his production at, at a school that got some respectable competition this year and took down USC in their bowl game like it's impressive stuff c- coming from Spears here um, look for him to go up draft boards not only in the NFL but in, in on dynasty boards here too. I, I mean, he could become a real, real legit asset. Um, his size is great. 5'10", 195, 28 BMI. It's very respectable. And he's only 21 years old still. Yeah. I think I, the guy that I have not really watched a lot of film about, so I kind of let Nathan talk about it. But I was really excited. But from from first glance, I was really excited. We cannot wait to look into him more. So yeah, absolutely. All right, and then we have Chase Brown. This is a guy that I actually do know a fair amount about. I actually got to watch him play in person up and close this year. I sat right behind the Illinois sideline when they played IU, and I have got to say. Although we beat Illinois that game and it was freaking awesome, <laughs> I was impressed with Chase Brown. So Chase Brown, obviously, he's junior at Illinois. He's he's five eleven, two oh five. So you know, not crazy size, but good enough size for sure. Um, you know, when you're looking at his stats this season, what he was able to con- accomplish, he was fourth in the country in rushing yards. He had sixteen hundred and fifty yards, and he was also second in attempts. He had ten touchdowns this year, and Illinois had a fairly successful season. And a lot of their, I mean, I would say that they built their offense for the most part around Chase Brown. And when you're looking at his skill set, you know, I like what he has to offer. I think he's a fairly well-rounded back as well. I think he's a very good runner. Um, I, you know, in terms of his receiving upside, I think we'll see, but you know, I think there's a lot here to like about Chase Brown. I think this is a guy, uh, that you could make the argument. It could jump up draft boards, could jump up people's personal boards. I mean, he had 27 receptions for 240 yards this year and three touchdowns. So he's got the receiving upside. He's got the size. He's got the rushing upside. I mean, he played in the big 10 
I, when you're looking at the Big Ten has produced some of the best talent in the NFL recently. I mean, on both sides of the ball, right? So, you know, looking at whether or not that's going to matter, I think it absolutely does. I think a good running back like this could absolutely come out of the Big Ten. I think this guy is maybe one of my favorite sleeper picks. Um, I know there are obviously some concerns about his game, but for now, again, this is very early. This is very high level, and and, and we have him ranked very conservatively. I just like Chase Brown a lot here, so... And then uh, Izzy Abanaconda. Did I say that right? Abanaconda? Uh, Abanaconda. Abanaconda. I, I think is how it goes. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Izzy. No, you're you're good. <laughs> he's a, he's another guy that's just had sheer volume and production this this past season. Two hundred and thirty nine rush attempts, fourteen hundred yards, twenty one touchdowns. Uh, he's he's producing uh, right after. Kenny Pickett's leaving to go to the NFL. It is telling, I think, that in an offense that definitely took a big hit from Pickett leaving, that it, it took him that big um, move and that big change for, for Izzy to finally produce at a high level. He didn't break out until his junior year. This was his junior year, and he declared for the draft. So um, time will tell um, what happens to him here. I really don't see him going any higher than the third round, personally. Um, I, I think some he, he shows some promise um, with with his skill set, with his ability to be um, elusive and explosive, um, but there's again, there's nothing really that pops off the page when I when I watch what he does at Pitt. Um, but you know, I mean, the ACC is a respectable conference. He was playing in some pretty high level competition, and uh, an NFL team could bite on that for sure. Yeah, looking now at Deuce Vaughn. Deuce Vaughn was one of the best running backs in college this year. Yeah, he just was 1600 yards, nine touchdowns. He was fifth in attempts. He had 293 attempts. And he also, I mean, if you've watched him, you just have seen the pure domination in games. He also is very good in the receiving game. He had 49 receptions last year and 42 receptions this year. And then 470 and 380 yards respectively in those years as well to go with four and three touchdowns. So he is elite in the receiving game. He is putting up a ton of rushing yards. He is super fast. He's very explosive. He is tiny. And he in the NFL, he's not going to be able to do anything in between the tackles. That's just how it is. He is 5'6", uh, 175. <laughs> You're not doing anything in between the tackles in the NFL wow. like that. So because of that, that severely, severely limits his ceiling. And I think it was generous of us to put him on here. Can he do something for an NFL team? Probably. Sure. But we're not looking. We don't have super high expectations for dudes. Maybe in special teams? Yeah, maybe. Tiny dude. Kenny McIntosh, last one. Uh, yeah, Kenny McIntosh is another prospect coming out of Georgia. We obviously didn't have the greatest experiences with Georgia running back prospects going back to last season, uh, Zamir White and James Cook. Um, McIntosh is interesting. The The volume wasn't really there, um, and I, I think that's sort of just attributed to the fact that Georgia runs that type of offense. Um, where they kind of run, again, sort of Alabama-esque, where they just run multiple running backs here. McIntosh, when I watched his film, he is um, he can be very elusive, and his cuts are kind of ridiculous. Like, he he had one cut in a game where he, like, oh my gosh, he sat, he sat like a linebacker down, and it was like the best thing ever, and I literally like lost him in my line of sight. Like, he cut, and I forgot where he was because it was so quick and so sudden. Um, 150 rush attempts, not that much opportunity. Again, 829 rushing yards, so so pretty good uh, yards per carry um, at you know 5.5. 43 receptions, you know. So the receiving upside is there. I think the biggest concern that you're going to see from McIntosh and hear from us that could, again, severely severely limit his draft stock in the NFL is going to be his 40 time, 
We don't know what it is yet. Uh, time will tell when it comes to the combine in March, but uh, his high school 40 time was 487. Yeah. That's like as bad as a quarterback. <laughs> That's like really, really bad. And again, as you get into this later tiers of running backs, probably not guys that are going to do much in the NFL, but you know, you we, it, shoot it, it's a fairly sometimes. deep class though compared to most classes. I mean, this is a deep running back class. And I would say everybody up to, I mean, the top seven, eight guys here, maybe even nine or ten, like, do have a chance of doing something in the NFL, like, yeah, I mean, which, is, yeah. which is astounding to say. But draft capital is going to tell all, you know. There's going to be so much that, that changes based on these rankings. Yes. And draft, draft capital, capital is going to be the best in indication of who you should be drafting and where. Uh, and with running backs, it has been proven that it doesn't matter. So we're going to wait on that. But this is kind of just a high-level early look at these running backs. We're going to keep updating this. We're going to keep updating you on what the buzz is, what where things are trending with these running backs, et cetera. So make sure you subscribe to the channel. You can get all this Dynasty content and more. As the offseason goes on, we're going to be touching on rookies, buys, and sells, everything, every single week. So make sure you subscribe to the channel. Make sure you like the video. As always, we appreciate you guys watching. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you later.